that, I'm Larry Walsh, and this is Pod2112, the official podcast of the 2112 Group, where we talk with industry executives, thought leaders, and influencers about the trends shaping the industry and the world around us. The image of a photocopier dealer isn't the most pleasant. They are the guys who arrive with their bag of tricks to clear paper jams, change fusers, and replace toner cartridges. Even as copiers evolved into multifunction devices and centralized points of office document management, the image of the copier dealer remains one of limited value. Sell devices, deliver supplies, and provide support. Like the rest of the channel, copier dealers are evolving into managed services. Copier dealers have an advantage that many of their IT cousins don't, a total view in the business operations of the customer. And that insider view enables copier dealers to identify technology needs, recommend solutions, and deliver services. Today, the average channel partner earns more than 20% of their income from managed services, and that share of revenue derived from services will continue to grow as more customers adopt and expand with the IT-as-a-service model. It's truly a huge opportunity for all partners, but copier dealers in particular. For the copier channel, transformation isn't so much an opportunity but an imperative. As more businesses become digital, they're moving forward to a paperless environment to which we've all dreamed. In fact, the printer technology segment has seen a continuous decline in printed pages for the past decade. Managed services isn't just about extending copier dealer value, but providing a pathway to renewed relevancy and viability. Making the transition isn't easy for copier dealers. Managed services require investments in skills, infrastructure, and sales. Like many printer and copier vendors, Konica Minolta is working to help traditional dealers transform from their legacy business models to adopt and extend into IT managed services. In a strategy that builds on adjacencies to the core photocopier business, Konica Minolta is providing copier dealers with the resources, training, and support that enable them to participate in the managed services segment. Joining us on Pod2112 is Sam Arrigo, the Senior Vice President of Business Intelligence Services at Konica Minolta, who is a champion of copier dealers making the transitions to managed services. Sam recently told copier dealers at Konica Minolta's annual conference that it's time to evolve or face the consequences of relevancy. Sam shares his insights into how Konica Minolta is helping dealers become greater than the legacy copier sales and services for what they're known. You know, everybody seems to be talking about digital transformation as, as if this is the thing. It's like the thing we're supposed to talk about whenever we're getting in front of partners or in front of customers. What does that mean to Konica Minolta and its partners? What is digital transformation in your context? Yeah. And so, in, you know, in the context of uh, Konica Minolta, and, you know, if we look back, I've been with Konica Minolta a little over uh, 10 years now, and we started on our journey and really tried to define. Uh, digital transformation in a way that one we could uh, clearly understand and then build our you know strategy and vision around so that at the end of the uh, you know our journey we would have a portfolio of uh, services that were adjacent to our core business so that that was one very big thing um, we thought that that strategy, would uh, allow us to not only keep our customer base, but also expand uh, share of uh, of spend, if you will. So that that was a very uh, important component. We also looked at uh, diversification of the portfolio. So when we talk about adjacencies, uh, the very first thing that we thought of it was managed IT services, and that that was a big big component because. 
although 10 years ago, we knew that things were certainly connected, did we have the, um, you know, the insight to say that 10 years later, we would be exactly where we are today? No, but we knew that we were absolutely going to move from this connected environment to a more integrated environment and that IT services was going to be a, a, a really big, um, you know, component. So, you know, as we looked at digital transformation, we defined it again as adjacencies to the core uh, with related products and services and the ability to capture more share and provide services to our customers and then the ability to move from connected to integrated for our customers. Can you elaborate on that just a little bit? Because I, I like the vision you're painting here, because, uh, and I couldn't agree with you more, because we see a definitive shift continuing to what we would call automated services. Customers don't necessarily want to touch the technology anymore. They want somebody else to do it for them. Right. But in the in your context, though, it seems a little bit of a, a stretch. I know that, you know, some people listening will recall that the Konica Minolta bought all covered a number of years ago to facilitate managed services. But it's still the core of your channel is what we would consider to be more of the print copier, you know, copier dealer type of partners. They don't necessarily seem like they're necessarily suited for that vision. Right. So I, I think there's a, a little misconception. So there, there are some dealers that are very well suited, right, that I think took the lead from Konica Minolta or maybe even started, you know, before us that have made investments in whether it's, you know, IT services, security services. So there are dealers that are making this leap forward and I think have a really good vision as to um, how to make this transition and and really grow the what we call you know monthly reoccurring revenue this MRR, but put it in the context of a customer. Customers today are looking for fewer suppliers that provide higher level um, services to help them in this area of technology, which you just kind of pointed out, and we absolutely believe that. Um, the customer is is driving this transformation. It's not Konica Minolta. It's not our dealers. It's not any one provider. It's the customer's desire to have simplicity in the work environment with a high level of reliability and confidence and the ability to conduct business anywhere they want. And we've, we've coined the phrase, this workplace of the future, and that is really this transformation that the industry is going through. And if, you know, dealers that are, you know, not necessarily investing to make this transformation, this is this big threat that we talked about, um, you know, in our dealer conference that the customer will drive the change. The customer will make the decision as to who the right provider will be that can have these all-encompassing uh, services. And if the dealer that is currently the provider doesn't have that, the customer will go someplace else. One of the things that we've counseled partners on over the past several years has been that they have to communicate their capabilities to their customers because if I'm thinking, and forgive the stereotyping, if I look at my, my copier dealer 
I think he's the guy who comes in and cleans the fuser and replaces the toner and makes sure the paper doesn't jam. I'm not looking at him at clouds as the guy who gives me cloud services or advises me on on the workplace of the future. So how do you how do you and your partners bridge that divide in thinking? So a lot of it has to do obviously this is it's brand management, right? It's the communications to the customers. And it's really the um, the enablement. And, and I look at enablement in three very defined areas. So the first one is, you know, backend uh, support and readiness. So in order to make this transformation, you have to be able to clearly communicate to the customer how you f- will facilitate the transaction. Very important. The second piece now is your infrastructure. So if, as a customer, I'm going to procure these services and products, then very clearly tell me how you're going to support me. I, have, I want one location to call into. The good news is many of the dealers that uh, are you know, with Konica Minolta do an unbelievable job servicing and supporting customers. So there is, there is a level of credibility there. And the leap from servicing a multifunction product and connecting it to the network now to provide, whether it's entry-level managed IT services to very complex, it is a stretch, but it's an adjacency. So customers, as long as you can prove to them that those first two things, your backend readiness and your service infrastructure are solid and you can provide good service, the last piece now is sales readiness. So what investments are dealers making to change the DNA of their sales force, to add credibility, to bring in subject matter experts that can talk to the customer and give that customer a high level of confidence that this dealer um, or even Konica Minolta has the ability to support them. So those are three critical pieces. And it's not good enough to have one one of three or two of three. You actually have to have all three of those components to complete the conversation with the customer. Hmm. And and how would you describe the current state of of your channel or the the copier dealer channel out there today in terms of being able to execute across those three points? Uh, in, in transition, right? I don't think they're a hundred percent of the way there. Um, but here here's the good news. If they're not 100% of the way there, this is the value that I believe we provide is we can help augment the shortcomings that they may have. For instance, a mid-sized dealer may not have the ability to supply you know, a world-class infrastructure for um, hosted services. But what we do, we provide these services and support to the dealer to make them look bigger than they are but also give that customer a high level of confidence that they are now backed by a company that can help support that dealer. So if a dealer is not ready today with all three, we certainly can help facilitate and fill in the gaps. So we are ready. If a dealer chooses to engage with Konica Minolta, then they are ready because we're there to help them. And this will allow us to hopefully accelerate the, you know, the pace of play will help accelerate the adoptance from our uh, dealer community. And then obviously help um, with the brand awareness 
in a local market that the dealer actually has the capabilities and the support to execute this you know transformation strategy from supplying just multifunction products now into the managed services arena do you find that 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 notion of augmentation though is more of a a pacifier than a transition because one of the things that we hear from partners that they go through these processes is that a reliance upon vendors or that the resources of vendors detracts from their value but if they take advantage of it it they don't feel the necessity of actually building out they'll remain dependent on you for the for augmentation how do you get them to actually understand that this is an assistance it's not a replacement or and it's not permanent yeah so you know i think dealers will make their um, own investment strategies and i i do believe that there are some uh dealers that will go to the you know outsourcing model if you will they will invest in the sales reps they will teach them how to sell various products and services but because of the significant investment to create a world-class infrastructure, especially in the IT space, you're talking, you know, millions and millions of dollars that many dealers that are small um, may not have the, you know, the financial backing to do that. So it's not as simple as I'm just going to transition into managed IT services and build this infrastructure. So option one is that may be their long-term strategy is I will you know, outsource with the right partner. Uh, I will focus on my core business and maybe expand into other areas like, you know, uh, uh, industrial print or production print or um, other, other you know, areas of, of adjacencies that may be something that they can execute locally on their own, but then augment that uh, with, you know, with Konica Minolta's uh, you know, all covered services. So I think that's it, it is a good strategy for those dealers that um, just don't have the you know the financial backing to get there. You have other dealers that will learn from us that do have financial backing and say, okay, now that we we get a much better understanding of how to sell it, now we are willing to make an investment and uh, put dollars forth in order to build some capabilities within, you know, their own uh, domain. One of the things that comes up frequently, uh, in fact, forgive me, because I've made jokes about this over the years about managed print services being that gateway forward. There's always been a presumption that the, the copier dealer community had a leg up in that because they were brought up on a per, uh, per page print model. Um, but you can you hear all you know almost on an annual basis like clockwork people you know different companies talk about the the viability and the huge opportunity of managed print that never quite seems to materialize because and it typically comes back is that the partners don't engage or they don't engage effectively do you think that there's a disconnect or do you think that we're finally getting to a point where managed print will be that gateway forward into these services i i do and i think you're going to leapfrog Right. And here, here's what I mean by that. Think of companies like Netflix and Spotify, where you're paying a subscription, a pay, pay for use or pay on demand type model. The next, this next iteration of what we will see, and it's already started, is this concept of, um, we call it one rate. So single invoice to the customer. 
the days of monitoring clicks, right? That will be a thing of the past. You will charge customers similar to, you know, how you would charge for IT services. So a monthly reoccurring revenue, you get to use your multifunction product, you get your uh, managed voice, you have your managed IT services, you have your hosted applications, you have your network support, you have your level one help desk. And Mr. Customer, you're going to pay us $5,000 a month. It's a flat rate. It's all inclusive. And then as things change, that dollar amount will vary. So, you know, managed print, you know, in the early days was a way to consolidate equipment, um, right size it, shift volume, help customer manage, manage expense. That certainly will be part of the equation, right, as you go through this. But the next big push will be this consolidated invoice and a, you know, infrastructure as a service model. I, I believe that that will accelerate at, uh, at, a, at a rapid pace. Do you think that the, the copier community, though, will also become a, a source of referral business for other providers, either that's being done direct by Konica Minolta or Ald Covered, or even other vendors that have advanced services and capabilities, rather than being the point of execution, that they are the, they are the feet on the street, they're the eyes that see everything, that they can identify opportunities, but even if they can't execute on them or take advantage of them, they can refer them to those and still make a viable business out of it. Our, our dealer community counts on us to help drive revenue to them. And, you know, the model that we have built is basically a white glove service. If there's revenue that is, you know, generated by a dealer's customer, we never go directly to that customer. We always bill through the dealer and the dealer bills the customer. And that's just been our model to make sure that, you know, Konica Minolta is helping the dealer community grow their business and making them look stronger in the in the marketplace. I think it would be a detractor if the dealer brings us into an account and says, "Here's an opportunity, Konica Minolta, you now take it." Um, that that creates conflict, and I believe creates a little bit of confusion for that customer. We would rather support the dealer with our products and services and strengthen the dealer relationship, especially in that local community, to help them grow. We think long term that will pay you know bigger bigger dividends because that you know that local touch, the relationships are still really important. Um, customers still buy from people that they know and they like, and our dealers have unbelievable relationships at that local level. And we, we want to be able to leverage that and, and help them actually secure more business. That's, that's the other thing I wanted to ask about. How important or how significant of a role will these, these copier dealers have in shaping the customer experience and perception of the value that they're getting from other services that are being provided? Are they the, are, is that going to be part of their value proposition going forward? I, I believe so, right? Um, it has to be. Because, you know, if they're not front and center with the customer and if the customer doesn't have a clear understanding 
of the uh, value chain that that dealer is, is providing, the, the customer is going to continue to shop around until they find the right partner. So I think it's absolutely critical that the dealer is front and center, that they have partners behind them to strengthen the relationship and give them the support. But that dealer has to own that relationship. They have to be the primary um, you know, uh, organization that's helping that customer lead the charter in whatever area they, uh, they choose to go. Let's, let's just look forward a few years because you're saying that it, it's, it, the, the copier dealers are still in a period of transition, even though the rest of the market is already looking for an accelerated pace of change. In your crystal ball, three to five years out, what does the copier channel look like for you and for your partners? Yeah, so let me start with the the industry at large. Um, I believe in the next three to five years, um, there there will be significant change. I th- think that the number of dealers that are in the U.S. will absolutely be consolidated, and you'll see more dealers either making decisions to um, exit the business, meaning sell to you know, larger organizations that are going to continue to invest and transition this business at, uh, at a faster pace. Um, so I think consolidation absolutely, you know, will happen. I believe that there will be a consolidation of uh, manufacturers because just selling multifunction products at a low price, it, it's just, it's, it's not sustainable, right? It's just not a sustainable model. So you see some contraction, you know, in in the market there. Um, I do believe that you will have a subset of you know mid market dealers that look at the opportunity to accelerate their business and really get into transformation. I think those individuals that are investing today certainly will survive. And, um, you know, the landscape again, I think is, uh, you know, it's going to change at a, at a pretty rapid pace. I've talked about the haves and the have nots and those that are investing today that are hiring and training and looking at different DNAs within, you know, their organization, they will survive long-term. Those that, um, believe that the status quo is, you know, a, a way to survive. I think they're they're mistaken. Um, all that will happen is they will be relegated to price and uh, you know margin reduction. So I don't think that that's a long term value. You know, the other option that I do believe is viable is you know if you choose not to get into managed IT service or some of the technology areas, but you choose to stay in the printing area then you certainly have the ability to transition upward into production print, industrial print, inkjet. Again, a new set of capabilities that you'd have to introduce into the dealership, but now moving into um, you know higher value hardware and technology that would help on the you know the service margin side of the business. It is it is viable, but they have to get started now. Great insight, Sam. I really appreciate you joining us on Pod 2112. That's great. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it.
And that's all the time we have for this episode of Pod 2112. I want to thank my guest, Sam Arrigo, the Senior Vice President of Business Intelligence Services at Conica Minolta, for sharing his insights on the transformation to manage services in the copier-dealer channel segment. This episode of Pod 2112 marks two years of podcast interviews with industry executives on topics of utmost concern to our industry. Since launching Pod 2112 in April 2017, we've had dozens of conversations with thought leaders and executives about how the technology industry and market is changing. More significantly, we've had thousands of people listen into these conversations and provide 2112 with feedback. On this anniversary of Pod 2112, I want to thank all of you for your continued participation and support of these conversations and how you provide us with the material and the insights that we need to do our jobs. The 2112 team and I truly appreciate everything you do for us. As always, Pod 2112 is a production of the 2112 Group, a smart channel service provider. 2112 supports technology vendors around the world with research, strategy, and intelligence services. For more information about the 2112 Group services, email us at info at the2112group.com. For more insights into channel trends, check out 2112's research and blogs on the2112group.com. We have all the details on the current and emerging trends impacting the channel. And for the best channel news and analysis, check out Channelnomics, our premier site for the lowdown on what's happening in the technology market. Join us again when we talk with business and technology leaders about the market and the world around us. Trust me, you don't want to miss a single episode, so take a minute to subscribe to Pod2112 today on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Again, thank you for listening in to Pod2112. I'm your host, Larry Walsh. 